It's time for Rama for Today. Now, two nights ago, at midnight, you were in the front bedroom of your house. You couldn't sleep. And so you got up and walked through the house, fell across the bed. You have a sleeping porch across the back part of your house. And you fell across the bed. You're just rolling, groaning from side to side of the bed, holding your stomachs are burning like fire. And then I said something else bothering you too. Your conscience is bothering you because I said, the pastor standing there by me, I said, I don't want to embarrass you, intimidate you, but you're saved, baptized, Holy Ghost, been a member of this church for a number of years. You've never paid tithes. You do not pay tithes. You've never paid tithes. He said, no, no, I haven't. I said, that's one thing that bothers you. See, not only was your, your stomach a burning, your conscience was hurting you. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, Healing Belongs to Us. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. In other words, in his spirit, Elisha had seen Gehazi join Naaman's chariot. He knew exactly what he had done. Now, Elisha wasn't aware of every lie that had been told in the land that day. He didn't know everyone who had been stealing. Naturally, there were many others besides Gehazi that were guilty of lying and stealing. But Elisha just had a supernatural manifestation concerning this one. Now, see, some think, I'm talking about supernatural gifts, supernatural manifestation, and why we miss it. We get our minds on that, you see. Some people think if someone's a prophet, he's a seer, and of course he is, and he knows everything. However, we need to realize the gifts of the Spirit are not in operation all the time, but only as the Spirit wills. One minister was talking to me about another minister. He said, Brother Hagin, something about this bothers me. I, I had not, I don't think at that time ever been into that men's services or anything. Something about it bothers me. Well, I said, what is it? Well, it's supposedly the word of knowledge operating, see, revelation. And he said, I, I, I talked to him. He says he can just turn it off and on any time he wants to. I said, well, it's not the Bible gift then. I'd be leery of it. It's not the Bible gift. It's not the Holy Ghost. Are you listening to me? You can't just turn him on and off when you want to. It is as the Spirit wills. Now, you know just as well as I know, Gehazi was Elisha's servant. And although he knew that Elisha was a man of God who had supernatural manifestations in his life, he knew that the word of God, the word of knowledge, which is a revelation gift, that's what was manifested here, operated only occasionally through him. Otherwise, he wouldn't have been foolish enough to try to lie to Elijah. He would have known that he couldn't get by with it. He said to him, when he asked him, where did you go? He said, I went nowhere, my master. Now, we should stay open for manifestations of the Spirit of God, but we don't have to wait for the supernatural manifestation to be delivered from anything that's wrong with us. Blessed be God, we can act upon God's Word. Now, you see, a lot of times we have supernatural manifestations and then people who don't know the Bible, and that's the reason we need to clear these things up, they'll get all confused, you know. 
I was preaching in March of 1950 down in East Texas in Kilgore, Texas in the First Assembly of God Church where at that time Brother Noble Bigham was pastor. He's gone to be with the Lord since then. And so I'm ministering to the sick by the laying on hands. Now see, that was before the Lord had appeared to me in August of 1950 in that vision, or September in that vision in Rockwall, Texas. See, this is March of 1950. But from the time that I was baptized with the Holy Ghost, I would have supernatural, this, this word of knowledge would manifest itself as the Spirit wills. And so I'm ministering to the sick by the laying on of hands. You know, just because the Bible said so. Praise God. And so we come to this man when I lay hands up. Well, I ask him first of all because I'd inquire of them what's wrong with him if there's Christian. This man was saved, baptized, the Holy Ghost, a member of this of the First Assembly of God Church in Kilgore, Texas. What's the matter with you? Well, he said uh, the doctor's showing him an x-ray. He had a cluster of ulcers in his stomach as big as a wasp's nest. Worked for, for one of the oil companies there. The oil field, you know, was still much stronger and bigger than it is today. It's, you know, they pump the oil out. And he said uh, he couldn't go back to the work to see it unless the doctors gave him a clean bill of health. So he'd been off from work for two years, and he wouldn't submit to an operation. Now then they're fearful that he's run into cancer of the stomach. Well, I said the Lord will heal him. You know, we've got inside information. Isn't that wonderful? Matthew 8, 17 said he himself took our infirmities by our sickness. This man's a full gospel. Man. Yeah, I know that. Praise God, I'll be healed too. Well, I laid hands on him. Now, the minute I laid hands on him, I had a manifestation of the word of knowledge, a supernatural revelation. I knew that his body was oppressed by an evil spirit. I knew I had to cast the spirit out of his body. Now, again, if you're not careful, you'll get confused if you don't listen carefully. Because, see, somebody would say, well, now this man's born again, filled with the Holy Ghost, speaking the other tongue, member of full gospel church. You mean he's got a devil in him? Maybe I got one in me. And then there they go, the devil, you see, holding high carnival. No, I stopped and explained it to people. I said, you see, you might live on a certain street here in town, in a certain house. The house you live in, somebody said, you know, that old house is nearly 100 years old. Somebody else said, that house has got termites in it. Well, that don't mean you've got termites in you. See, your body is really not you. It's a house you live in. You know what Paul said in 2 Corinthians 5, 1? For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, we have a building not made with hands eternal in the heavens. Six, seventh, and eighth verses he said, For we know that while we're at home in the body, see house, home, in the body, we're absent from the Lord, Seventh verse, we walk by faith, not by sight. Eighth verse, we're confident and willing, rather, therefore, to be absent from the body, to be present with the Lord. It's the inward man that's born again. And he don't have any devil in him. You ever deal with these spirits and demons and so on? Do you ever cast them out? Do you ever, ever no, no, I've never cast one out of a Christian spirit yet. Nobody else has. They're not in the spirit. Do you ever notice where they are? They're either in the body or in their mind. See, your mind's not your spirit. In the soul realm. The mind or the emotional part of man, which is his soul, not his spirit. It's his spirit that's born again. You know, your soul's not born again. Your soul can be renewed and it can be saved if you meditate on God's Word till you get it renewed. But you see, so many have it, so the devil will play high carnival in their minds a lot of times and in their bodies. And so when I explained that to people, then... I laid my hands again the second time on the man. I'm going to cast this thing out of him. And when I did, I had a word of knowledge. See, I knew by the word of knowledge, first of all, what was wrong with him. Then I knew I had uh, the word of knowledge came in a different manifestation next time. 
This time, you just knew it when you touched him on the inside of you by inward revelation. This time, I saw. I saw, just like I see you sitting out there. What I call a mini-vision, M-I-N-I, vision. I saw him. I knew it was two nights before. I saw him in bed with his wife up in the front bedroom. It was midnight. He couldn't sleep. He got up and walked through the house. I saw him walking through the house. And on the back porch is what we down in Texas call a sleeping porch, screened-in back porch. And in the bad weather, you know, had canvas it to cover the screen with, you know, and to sort of cover it. And there's a bed there. He fell across that bed. And he was rolling from one side to the other just to holding his stomach. He's burning like fire. Then I knew by the Spirit of God also that something else was troubling. I knew what it was. So I said to him, now if I miss it, just speak up and say you missed it. Because you know I'm human. I couldn't miss it. But that don't mean that God missed it. That don't mean that you're wrong just because you missed it. Because if that's the case, then everybody in this room's wrong. Because sometime or another you missed it. Amen. Are you listening to me? But I said, uh, now two nights ago, at midnight, you were in the front bedroom of your house. You couldn't sleep. And so you got up and walked through the house, fell across the bed. You have a sleeping porch across the back part of your house. And you fell across the bed. You're just rolling, groaning from side to side to the bed, holding your stomachs are burning like fire. And then I said something else bothering too. You're conscious of bothering because... Now I said, the pastor standing there by me, I said, I don't want to embarrass you, intimidate you, but you're saved, baptized, Holy Ghost, been a member of this church for a number of years. You've never paid tithes. You do not pay tithes. You've never paid tithes. He said, no, no, I haven't. I said, that's one thing about you. See, not only was your, your stomach a burning, your conscience was hurting you. Now, you see, I can't minister to you. What are you going to do? Are you going to obey God or you're not going to obey God? He said, I'm going to pay my tithes. I'm going to obey God. I cast that thing out of him. Told him to go home and eat a T-bone steak. He hadn't had anything to eat for two years except baby food. He went home, ate a two-bone steak. Went to the doctors, x-rayed his stomach. The cluster of ulcers had disappeared. He's back on the job next week. Now, here's why I want you to show you people miss it. Now then, some folks came, said, now that couldn't have been God. See, they didn't say it to me. They said it to the pastor. Because, you know, just the third one, I happen to know, the third one down there didn't pay tithes either. He never said anything about him. If that was God, don't you know God knew that? Well, sure, God knows everybody. Well, don't you know God knew everybody that was a lion in Israel? But he never told off on but one of them. Gehazi, did he? I said, did he? Are you following me? No, I never ministered to another person in that line that way. Now, why didn't you? Spirit of God didn't inspire me or lead me to do so or manifest himself. And if he does not manifest himself, there's no use you trying. In other words, you can't just make it work for everybody. Elisha couldn't make it work for everybody. You can't just push a button or pull a lever and it'll start working. It operates as the Spirit wills. Now, healing belongs to us. It isn't just a matter of prayer. It isn't just a matter of some spiritual gift in operation. Healing belongs to us because it's been provided for us by the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, I endeavor to help sick people understand this. I want them to get healed one way or another, either by supernatural manifestation of the Spirit of God as he might manifest himself through me or someone else, 
are by getting God's word into them so that faith will rise up in their hearts. Then when I do lay hands on them and pray, through our mutual faith, they will receive healing. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. This offer begins with the three-CD set from Kenneth Hagan entitled, Because of Jesus. Also from Kenneth E. Hagan, the CD, The Precious Blood of Jesus, and the mini-book from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled, How to Walk in Love. All this for the special price of $18. That is $11.95 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma. 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Now, if you've never seen the Rama Lights and you live within this area, I mean, people come in here from Arkansas, Kansas, yes, uh, all Texas. over the state of Oklahoma, Texas, even yes. they drive up. I see all kinds of church buses going, mm -hmm. pulling through the campus. Mm -hmm. We have about 100 acres here, 110 acres. The trees are mm -hmm. all lighted and the buildings are all lighted up. It, we have about 2 million lights up. But the main attraction is to walk in the park oh, over yes. there. Yes. That's the main attraction. It is really, really, really I know. It's really breathtaking. Good. Yes. yes, it is. So if you live in this area, make plans to be here. That's right. Monday, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue this powerful teaching. That's next week on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Have a great weekend.